twice high in the apex pack. A food food with the skies so bright. A prop spinning on through the night. We're low on cash, we're seeing another target. Goggles down and the cannons up. My blood starts pumping as I drain my cup. But give the wheel is spinning and I turn the school around. We're way above ground, but we're cruising on a target. For the end of the world, this is your community spirit. Show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. Let's bring back the circle again. Circle of family, circle of friends, the circle of being. Wake up, be healthy, and therefore wealthy, to the peace and joy of Mother Earth. Listening to your community spirit. My name is Tree Song, and we have a special guest with us here on the phone. Can you hear Good us? Day. Good. Good day. <laughs> so there's a lot of stuff to talk about. It's Earth Day. Oh yeah, it's Earth Day. Well, it's Earth Day weekend, which means all sorts of Earth Day stuff going on early. <laughs> yeah. So do you think that? the bipartisan energy efficiency bill will go through for Earth Day? I don't know. It might be. It might It might be an action they would take symbolically on Earth Day, like, hey, this is the day we'll let this go through. <laughs> well, the BP oil spill happened exactly three years ago, and BP still hasn't paid for that. And you think symbolically they come out on Earth Day and say, hey, we'll pay for that oil spill we did. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe that's something that the yes-men can do. The yes-men can release a spoof press release 
really saying that uh, BP is paying for its dues. Yeah. <laughs> just, I mean, they're literally still, you know, removing massive oil and tar balls along the Gulf of Mexico, you know, for Earth Day. Yeah. Just wrapped up a 10-day, the Coast Guard wrapped up a 10-day operation along, um, you know, Pensacola Beach in Florida that recovered more than um, 450 pounds of oil in, you know, big balls. Yeah, and it so. just keeps coming. <laughs> it's just like, well, I mean, it's, it's all, it was a lot of oil. So. Yeah, you tamper with certain forces of nature, that's what you get. Uh, I thought they should make a movie like that movie, The Blob, you know, the old horror movie. It should be The Tar Blob. You know, attacking attacking a beach near you, Tar Blob. Yeah, it's like, so we still continue to call on BP to, well, hold themselves accountable for this disaster. I mean, 4.9 million barrels of oil were spilled, so up estimated minimum. Yeah. So. And if that's what they're estimating, you know, there could still be more that we don't know about. So. We'll do. Let's talk about some good stuff. Yes. So should we talk about energy efficiency bill? Yeah. It might actually pass through Congress. Bipartisan bill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Senators Gene Shaheen and uh, Rob Portman have come up with an energy efficiency bill that they think has a real chance of passing the U.S. Senate. And then the U.S. House. Yes, in this Congress, on this world, not in bizarre world. <laughs> the legislation known as the Energy Savings and Industrial Competitiveness Act focuses on improving energy efficiency in commercial buildings, the manufacturing sector, and the federal government. Among other things, the bill strengthens building codes to make new homes and buildings more efficient. It creates a new energy department program called Supply Star to improve the efficiency of companies' supply chains, and it requires the federal government the country's largest energy user, to adopt strategies to conserve electricity used for computers. Now, I think I think this does have a chance because it's one of those things that is just sort of pure common sense. Like, even if you're not very ecologically minded, just why not save a bunch of energy and save a bunch of money at the same time? Now, they are... This is actually a bill that they introduced last year, but... They're dropping the part in the bill that had the DOE loan program. You know, I mean, ever since the big um, debacle of Solyndra, the government no longer wants to, you know, do government-backed loan programs. And unfortunately, nobody wants to loan money, period, to anything. I mean, the reason why Germany is such a successful, you know, uh, renewable energy program is because they have a government back loan program. So. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, now, the, a bipartisan duo is pushing a similar bill in the House at the same time. So, I don't know. I, um, I think, you know, taking out the Department of Energy loan program will make it so that um, conservatives will be um, for it. And I mean, it's a win-win. Yeah. Save, save energy, save money. Okay. Why shouldn't we do that? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's part of how politics works, for better or worse, is you find the stuff you can all agree on. Like the loan aspect of energy efficiency was controversial, 
So they're like, okay, let's focus on this part, just promoting energy efficiency, and hopefully no one can disagree on that. Well, energy efficiency is critical to make it so that renewable energy happens. I mean, it goes hand in hand. I mean, why waste energy? You know, um, not wasting energy is a lot easier to do than to make more energy. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's see, what else in honor of Earth Day? Court rescues the coral from offshore oil drillers. So the world's second largest barrier reef was saved from offshore drilling by activists who successfully sued the government of Belize over the issue. Belize issued contracts to energy companies in 2004 and 2005 that allowed them to drill, drill around the Mesoamerican barrier reef. But the government officials awarded the contract to inexperienced drillers and didn't bother studying the environmental impact first. I mean, that's kind of understandable. I mean, what could go wrong? Hmm. <laughs> it's like, yeah, drilled for oil and ocean. Nothing could go wrong with that, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, well, another thing we've got going on, that in, in addition to Earth Day, this is also another spring activity going on. It's the Split Spring Pledge Drive here at WDBX. If you like listening to our radio show or any of the shows here on WDBX, give us a call at 618-457-3691. That's 618-457-FM91. Your pledges and your donations are what keep us on the air. There's all sorts of wonderful different genres of music. There's the morning talk block. And there's opportunity for people like you to come in here and say, Hey, I'd like to try being a radio DJ. How do I do that? It's possible for everyone here at WDBX. Four, well, five... it is a community, yeah. Yes, it's a community radio. People like you. We're just some random people who came in one day and said, Hey, we want to be on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> and look at what happened. We've been doing it for 10 years now. <laughs> really random. Yeah. <laughs> So you should call 618-457-3691 and say, hey, those random guys, we like them and we like the station and we want to stick around. Yeah. So we're doing a lot. Of, we're talking a lot about energy right now because, well, energy is the world's largest industry. Peabody Energy screwing former co-workers out of health care. If there's anything darker than coal, it's the hearts of coal company executives. They ask workers to risk their lives to extract the filthiest of all fossil fuels, and then they screw the, over those workers. On Thursday, police arrested 14 people in St. Louis, Missouri, during the largest in a series of large union-organized protesters of, against such dark-heartedness by Peabody Energy. Workers say the company robbed them of desperately needed retirement health benefits through a cynical corporate maneuver. So, let's see. Yeah, they spun off a subsidiary called Patriot Coal, and then uh, it bought up some business assets from another coal company, and then it assumed the liabilities, but then, uh, you know, they basically, they got rid of their liabilities. They use trickery to get rid of their liabilities by putting all of it in a company and then the company declares bankruptcy. And, 
this, you know, this issue caught my eye because it's both a environmental issue and a social justice issue. You know, sometimes people think of them in two separate categories, but then you get companies like Peabody, which remind us that, you know, they, some corporations har harm the environment and the workers and the people and <laughs> health. You know, a little bit of everything. Come on, it's it's only a billion dollars worth of health care. I mean, yeah, they're asking the bankruptcy court to forgive them this. I mean, the workers don't need a billion dollars for the health care. Come on. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, we've we've heard how easy it is and affordable it is to get health care in this country. I'm sure they can just go somewhere else, right? Especially, well, they might have to go to another country. If that's what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's cheaper to get a you know, two hundred dollar plane ticket somewhere than it is to try to uh, get health care in this country. So, how how about this? A congressman said this. Exxon Valdez deserves a pat on the back for Arkansas's bill response. Um, Exxon, Exxon Mobil, isn't that the people who still haven't paid for the 1989? Yeah, that was the Exxon Mobil. Well, it wasn't Mobil then. It was the Exxon Valdez oil spill yeah. back in 1989. And so, they still haven't paid for that. So they have a proven track record of paying for their, their spills, right? <laughs> well, I mean, it only caused uh, 22 homes to be uh, you know, evacuated in Mayflower, Arkansas. So Yeah. It was only 200,000 gallons. <laughs> yeah, what's 200,000 gallons among friends, right? <laughs> Sorry. I mean, in the meantime, they're trying to push through some more oil pipelines to make it so that they can, you know, ship more. And they're not even maintaining the stuff that they're already doing. Hmm. So, I mean, they're saying there's no big deal about this bill. Would you rather we ship oil across the oceans? You're talking about a catastrophe. They're talking about oil. Um. So. Yeah, yeah, and they make you know they make a point saying that percentage-wise, it's not all that many times you have these spills that we're shipping so much oil that it's bound to happen eventually. But that's one of the problems with shipping all of this oil. And I got to I've got to read this the positive part too, where he, he says I think Exxon should be patted on the back for the way they handled this. Yes, this was horrible. Yes, we didn't like to see it, but they handled it. They did a great job handling it. I think they showed an example of what could be done when a catastrophe happens. And their way of handling it, for those who don't know, is apparently to put some paper towels on it and then scoop it up and then dump it in a nearby wetland. That is what we should pat them on the back for. Yep, well, I, apparently nobody's patted them on the back for the oil spill back in 1989. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like... They have advanced, though. They've gone from just letting the oil sit there on the beaches to uh, throwing some paper towel on it. And scooping it up. All right. And hiding it somewhere. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Where the media can't see it. Yeah. Did it take a long time, it seemed like, for me to actually see the media actually reporting it? Um, a little bit. There's a little delay between the initial news and the mainstream media actually talking about it. Um, and they also... I still don't understand how they managed to do this. Exxon managed to keep a lot of the mainstream media away. You know, they they 
they worked with authorities and made sure that reporters couldn't actually go in and get pictures and video. Oh, they, I remember reading that they stopped uh, a flyover zone. They stopped the flyover zone so people couldn't actually yeah. take pictures of it. And that I don't understand, you know, like no fly zone. Like what? There's nothing specifically about the oil spill that makes flying over it dangerous, you know. <laughs> Maybe walking through it, there could be some fumes, you know, but flying over it's it's, I mean... They're not doing it for safety reasons. They're doing it for exclusion reasons. Yeah. Well, it's almost Earth Day. Today is April 19th. And what is it? Earth Day is in a couple of days. Today happens to be National Hanging Out Day. So, find someone to hang out with, huh? Yeah, hang out with your friends, your neighbors, your people you love. It's Hanging Out Day. And Saturday is National Equal Pay Day. Now, it's, there's apparently some people who still have this, this crazy notion that people should get equal pay for equal work. You know, that women, for example, should get equal pay for equal work to what men get. So, yeah, hopefully we celebrate that every day, and hopefully we actually start giving equal pay for equal work. But there you go. until we do, we've got to celebrate that holiday as a reminder that we're not there yet. It's still something like 70-some cents on the dollar that... Women tend to get relative demand for the same job. Right. Sunday is National High Five Day and National Teach Children to Save Day. Mm-hmm. So save up your high fives till that day and give them out. Yeah. And then, you know, give them a high five for saving a few dollars. I can't believe it's National Jelly Bean Day and Earth Day on the same day. <laughs> well, you can have some ecologically grown organic jelly beans. <laughs> really? Are you serious? Where? <laughs> don't they grow on? Don't they grow on plants? Aren't they just real beans that are just sweet? <laughs> <laughs> so Monday is Earth Day and National Jelly Bean Day and the UN International Mother Earth Day. Yeah. And this is interesting. It's also chemists celebrate Earth Day. So apparently chemists have declared it Earth Day, too. I wonder if a lot of professions have declared, oh, we also celebrate Earth Day. So, yeah, lots there's lots of Earth Day stuff going on. Um, let's see. Coming up, we also have uh, National Bulldogs Are Beautiful Day coming up on Tuesday. And Book Day and Lover's Day in Spain. Wednesday is Library of Congress Day, Mother Father Death Day, and National Pet Parents Day. Hmm. All right, and coming up on Thursday, Malaria Awareness Day and World Malaria Day. And let's see. And yeah. And you know what else? You know what's also coming up today is the Spring Membership Drive. See, it's a holiday we celebrate here in Southern Illinois because we love community radio. If you would like to keep this radio station on the air, the number to call is 618-457-3691. That's 618-457-FM91. Your pledge will keep us on the air. Some happenings. This is Sexual Assault Awareness Month, sponsored by the Women's Center. Feed the change, rise up, Southern Illinois. April is Women and Social Justice Month at Guy House. Part of that was the because of the theme in honor of the special series of events organized by the Women's Center. 
please go online to the women's s I'm excuse me the women's gtr on Facebook and also their website. Yeah. And other stuff we have coming up related to Be the Change, uh, the environmental theme for Be the Change this month is climate change. And there's a big national event going on related to climate change coming up on Sunday. It's Do the Math, climate change film and discussion. Now, we mentioned before how there was a Do the Math tour. Well, where uh, Bill McKibben and other climate activists went around talking about climate change and the math related to it. Now there's a 42-minute documentary. We'll be showing Sunday at 6 p.m. at Guy House Interfaith Center. It's a film about the terrifying math of climate change and the challenge to the fossil fuel industry. It's part of a national events where they're showing this documentary in local cities, and then on the East Coast and the West Coast, they have a panel discussion right afterwards. So it starts at 6 p.m. locally at Guy House Interfaith Center on Sunday. Now, also Sunday is the St. Louis Earth Day. St. Louis Earth Day is the second largest Earth Day in the United States. More than 20,000 people go to the Forest Park and see workshops and vendors and displays. And I will be going there and providing solar energy. So Yeah. Now, I've been there before. It's really fun. And I'm not just saying that because they let me speak on stage last year. <laughs> All right, let's see what other events we've got coming up. Uh, on Earth Day itself, we also have a climate-related event, Forest, Climate, and Carbon. This is coming up on Monday, Earth Day, at 6 p.m. at Guy House. Representatives of Heartwood will speak about their new Forests, Climate, and Carbon campaign. Global climate change is one of the most serious environmental, social, and economic threats the world's facing today. Heartwood's new campaign recognizes and promotes the role of forests, in mitigating climate change. So they're going to talk about how protecting forests helps climate change or helps respond to climate change and what we can do about it. That's at Monday at 6 p.m., Guy House Interfaith Center. Tonight, the Rice and Spice International Slow Food Dinner theme is Persian Feast. The Iranian Student Association will be preparing a delicious Persian meal. I think um, Persian is one of the very unique foods in the world. You know what slow food is? Well, it's the opposite of fast food. Every Friday, there is a different culture, a different food culture is showcased. And, well, today is Persian Feast from 6 to 9 p.m. at the Guy House Interface Center at 913 South Illinois Avenue. Sounds like a good time. Also going on tonight at Guy House, open mic nights. Express yourself in a comfortable coffee house style environment. Everyone is invited. Poets, musicians, storytellers, dancers, and more. I've already started hearing about, they've already got people lining up to be on there. Musicians and singers. Uh, it should be a good time. Tonight starting at 7 at Guy House Interfaith Center. Now, on Monday, the Million March Against Child Abuse starting at 345 in several locations around Carbondale, the Million March Against Child Abuse is a nonpartisan, grassroots, national, nationwide effort to unite all child advocates together in solidarity on April 22nd 
for peaceful demonstrations against child abuse and crimes against children. The Carbondale March will start at the University Mall parking lot and finish at Shyrock Auditorium with several meeting points along the way. For those who would like a shorter walk, including a rally at Sky House. So, do you know anything more about this? Yeah, I do. There are actually a lot of partner organizations involved. This is shaping up to be a pretty big march. One of the groups that's participating is uh, coming to Shyock that night is a group called Rock of Ages. It's a, a I think, five-time nominated award you know, winning uh, play that's going on there. Uh, a bunch of 80s music in the play. So it's a really exciting show. <clears throat> and then beforehand, they're marching across town in this child abuse prevention march. And with, with help with partnering with them, we've managed to get a lot of local organizations involved. And we're going to have ways for people to learn about child abuse, learn what they can do to stop it. And at Guy House, there's also going to be music for people who can't do the whole march. You can come to Guy House from 3 to 5 and hang out there and learn about child abuse and listen to music. Well, it's the annual Spring Cleanup and Recycling Day. Saturday, starting at 8 o'clock at Trilly Park. The Carbondale Wide cleanup begins at 8 a.m. with registration at Trilly Park. The first one to sign up will get a water bottle. Individuals and groups receive bags, gloves, and a map. And, I mean, there's kind of a friendly competition to see, you know, um, they have it divided up again by individuals, small groups, and large groups. And you can see how many pounds each group collects. And it's put out by uh, Keep Carbondale Beautiful. Yep, that's a good annual event that goes on every year. We've also got uh, a Logic Earth Day Jamboree. This is something new. This is Saturday, uh, this coming Saturday at their, the Logic's Plot at 3373 West Pleasant Hill Road. They're the local organic gardening initiative of Carbondale, and their Earth Day Jamboree will be part workday, part yoga, part bluegrass music and all fun with a potluck to follow sounds like a good time Saturday starting at 3 over at Logic's Garden Plot now all weekend the sale to fight world hunger the legacy of Margie Parker at the Hopewell Missionary Baptist Church that's 400 East Main the Church Women United announced the 39th annual sale to fight world hunger this giant yard sale and auction will be held Friday and Saturday at the Hopewell Baptist Church. You can pick up stuff and help out. That's like a twofer. Yeah, two for one. Get to get some good deals and help at the same time. All right, coming up on Tuesday, uh, we've got the Carbondale Interfaith Council is having their 40th anniversary dinner and program. It's coming up on Tuesday at 6 p.m. at the Carbondale Unitarian Fellowship. 105 North Parish Lane. It starts with a dinner at 6 p.m., and there's no cost for the dinner, but you should contact them in advance for uh, letting them know you're heading there. Uh, 618-942-3986. And then at 7 o'clock after the dinner, they're going to have Father Bob Flannery give a talk on Vatican II, Interfaith and Ecumenical Connections. I'm a big fan of interfaith dialogue, interfaith work, because... If we get people of all different beliefs, different backgrounds talking to each other, it creates mutual understanding and peace among people. How true. It's your last chance to double your money and your food contributions for the Good Samaritan Ministry. 
It's through April 20th. During the months of March and April, new monies and food donated to Good Samaritan House. Soup kitchen and food pantry go twice as far with the matching, um, what do you call it? The Feinstein Foundation is matching whatever funds are collected. So again, this is your last chance. It's through April 20th, which is tomorrow, right? Yep. So for more information, please call Patty at 618-457-5794 or visit their website, goodsamcarbondale.org. Mm. And remember, whatever you donate to them will be double. Yes. <laughs> All right, well, looks like it's time for us to start handing this show over to our next DJ. It's been a, another exciting and informative episode of Your Community Spirits. Uh, I'd like to thank you for listening, and thank you, Orr, for managing to call in, even though you're off somewhere else. You're still on the radio. Will do. <laughs> stay right. energized. Yes, stay energized, and we will see you here next week on the radio.